Hello, everyone, and welcome to the last podcast. This podcast is an international one because we finished with all episodes on um, the national uh, podcasts within the partners. And now we are finalizing the year, the project, and the series of digital conversation with one international uh, podcast with Mr. Ognjan Markovic, team leader at Western Balkans Youth Lab Project and Regional uh, Cooperation Council. Ognjan, hello. Hi, everyone. Hi, Anelia. Thank you for accepting um, our invitation. So the aim of the podcast is um, to go more regionally as a person who is quite regional and working in a, a regional um, council. It's quite uh, important your insight and your thoughts about uh, the young people and the regional cooperation and uh, the digitalization itself. So I would start um, with one question uh, regarding the kickoff of the Western Balkans Youth Lab project. It started uh, in January, 2020, uh, and it started exactly or approximately at the same time with, with the pandemic. So according to you and to everything that you're working on, uh, what are the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic on the young people from the region? Oof, thank you, Anelia, for this question. And I have to say that somehow when the project started, uh, as you stated, in January 2020, um, somehow in the same time with, with pandemic, it was really difficult to initiate uh, the project as well as to establish the contacts with all counterparts that we wanted to reach out in the region, uh, especially uh, having in mind that working uh, when working with young people and for young people, these in-person um, uh, meetings are very important. Uh, but on the other side, um, pandemic and somehow as pandemic started in the same time when the project uh, did, uh, somehow I believe that we all learned to adjust. And, uh, you know, it is not an easy task to do, uh, but we, we all realized what is the, the reality that pandemic brought to us. And somehow initiating the project and first steps of the project um, in the same time with, with pandemic was very challenging. And uh, to be honest, was very difficult because uh, Regional Cooperation Council is an um, international political organization that is working uh, uh, in the in the not only in the region but when it comes to Western Balkan six, mostly on EU accession uh, process that, of course, uh, within uh, within itself uh, has many different aspects, such as digitalization, green agenda, common regional market, of course, and so on. And somehow we had to bring RCC also closer to young people when initiating the, uh, the project and actually explain why we are doing this. Why do we want young people uh, to be active in uh, when uh, decision in decision making processes? So uh, somehow uh, we managed, I believe now already two years after I can say that we managed and uh, despite the, the fact that it was um, uh, really, really challenging. Uh, we, we spent the whole first year of the project uh, by having the uh, virtual meetings, establishing cooperation and somehow really um, doing a wide consultation with young people and policymakers in the region to discuss the topic of the Youth Policy Lab. Uh, so somehow, let's say that even uh, after some time, we got used to these uh, virtual meetings and, and um, uh, 
Thanks to virtual meetings, we managed to reach more than 100 organizations, which I believe if doing meetings in person, uh, I believe we would not be able to reach so, so many of them. So let's say that that was a, a positive side. And also somehow we all um, uh, learned new skills when it comes to digital, uh, digital tools to be used uh, and so on. Um, when it comes to, to COVID-19 impact on, on young people in the region, I would say that somehow, um, you know, we are having the region where young people, where we have a very high rate of young people who are not employed. We are having a very high rate of young people who are not uh, in the education or training or employment. And we are having also different types of uh, vulnerable uh, youth categories, um, which are already by being young vulnerable, let's say, because in that period, you know, um, transition from the education to labor market, then not finding adequate job and so on, makes it really difficult. Uh, just to remind everyone who is listening to, to, to us, um, uh, unemployment rate in the Western Balkans 6, when it comes to young people, is double as high uh, than in European Union. So imagine now on those data uh, bringing, uh, you know, having pandemic on board. Uh, it definitely did not foster employment opportunities. It, it did not uh, definitely foster educational opportunities, especially when we speak about, uh, let's say, exchange between the region, but also exchange of the students from the region to the European Union. Uh, and uh, I believe that COVID really impacted, I mean, all of us, but especially young people, because, uh, uh, you know, everyone is saying uh, you are young, you can do everything. And then you are witnessing the situation where, where you cannot um, leave your home, where, when you cannot travel, you cannot even go to work or to your school. And somehow I believe that young people were not kind of even when it comes to those life learning skills, we are not prepared for something such as pandemic and quarantine and everything what we needed um, uh, to, to adjust to. So I would, I would really say that um, I see young people in the region, I see us uh, also as, 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 as a great uh, winners when it comes to pandemic, because also the young people during the pandemic were the, the ones who are mostly active when it comes to supporting their own communities. So we could learn that young people were even de uh, developing different tools, different, um, you know, uh, helping uh, elderly people and so on. So uh, I think that young people really proved that we are not part, you know, of a problem, of a challenge, of issue, but rather that we are that we are part of the solution. All innovative solutions that were created in the region in the past uh, two years were mostly driven by the young people, and that again showed a great potential that young people are having in the region. But nevertheless, all of these, I believe, that really covered uh, COVID impact. Uh, on the young people was uh, was uh, extremely uh, big when it comes to uh, employment or, or rather say uh, unemployment mm. uh, but also when it comes to switching you know when it comes to schools and education to digital learning uh, then uh, now just a few days ago we launched our second youth policy lab on mental health and some data from UNICEF are showing that actually young people really 
uh, felt the, the pandemic through the through their um, um, through the you know worsening of their mental health and the raising of uh, anxious or being anxious uh, depressed and so on. That is why we we are going to work throughout the 2022 on the youth lab on, on mental health in line again and in the same time with the youth lab on unemployment because these two issues are somehow being seen by young people and policymakers in the region as the key challenges when it comes to young people and I believe that we can connect it uh, with pandemic as well. Oh great, Onyan, great. Uh, I really liked the, the phrase that the young people are the winners because most of the time all decision makers are blaming us that the young people are spreading the virus and doing the things wrong so it's quite inspiring for those who are listening that that they we are or they are uh, the winners uh, actually during this uh, project we did uh, youth lens poll it was like um, a short analysis of the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. It was conducted in all Western Balkan six countries plus, um, plus Croatia. And the three top effects that the young people highlighted uh, during this research was the mental health, the employment or unemployment and outdated education. And actually these are the things that also you have mentioned. So, Regarding uh, the regional cooperation or the regional approach, do you think that the regional cooperation can uh, can support the I don't know the of defining the solution of the uh, these huge rates of unemployment to improving the mental health health among the young people and to have a holistic um, approach within the educational system who yes it's outdated and one of the sudden it had to be shifted to digital which was quite complicated with for the students for the system for the for the teachers for everyone so do you think that the regional approach can can be a way a path through or a path towards better better future and greater regional uh, cooperation and regional stability yeah thank, thank you anelia i mean i am uh, you know representative of the regional cooperation council so for me the regional cooperation is essence uh, when it comes to also youth participation, especially if we bear in mind that 70% of young people in the Western Balkans are the most um, ardent supporters of the accession of their economy to the EU. So basically, as all Western Balkan six are somehow, not somehow, but are, are, are working and are strategically oriented towards European Union, then we should definitely say that also young people are the driving force behind the EU enthusiasm. And as such, we are also um, having the, the information and, and I will gladly uh, share with you just one data from the RCC's Balkan Barometer, is that 84.7% of youth aged 18-24 stated that regional initiatives on youth cooperation make them feel more optimistic about the future. So it is not about what I think or what you and Elia think, but rather what all, what young people from the all and entire Western Balkan six are thinking. So young people are the ones who want regional initiatives, and young people are the ones who want to see regional cooperation. 
And in that regard, I believe, and somehow the, you know, Western Balkans Youth Lab project uh, per se is also showing is that uh, young people, but maybe not only young people, also international organizations, policy makers, uh, public administrations, all of them are willing to cooperate with their peers or with their colleagues from the region. And that is why uh, Western Balkans Youth Lab and why the leaders of the Western Balkans actually called for establishment of the Youth Lab is because we all want to see successful regional stories. Because on the end of the day, uh, issues that young people are facing in, let's say, North Macedonia and young people facing in Bosnia Herzegovina or in Albania are almost the same. There are, there are maybe some nuances. Uh, when it comes to employment or education or traveling uh, and, and, and similar, but on the end of the day, uh, issues that we are facing in the region are, are quite similar, and therefore we all want to know what is happening in some other economy, what our peers are doing there, how we can collaborate and how we can cooperate, and actually how through our personal um, meeting each other, we can really learn uh, learn, uh, learn from each other, actually. So I, 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 I'm definitely always very enthusiastic about regional cooperation, and that is why I was working on regional cooperation even, even before uh, joining um, RCC, uh, because, you know, there are many initiatives under, uh, I mean, being organized by many uh, organizations, but even, let's say, to RCC, we, we witnessed Balkaton, uh, which was the digital competition on smart digital solutions, but also Futurismo as another instrument to spur the development of, of, of uh, effective and uh, creative solutions that would help the region adapt and also uh, respond quickly to the effects caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. And, you know, through all of these competitions that we had, we again had young people from the region uh, winning these competitions, but also uh, having the teams that were consisted of young people uh, from different economies. Okay, so um, it's, it's quite uh, important and quite necessary for the young people to to know how to, to be part of this kind of regional activities, regional opportunities, um, how, to, how to be part of this regional community, I would say. So could you be more specific how the young people can, can find you or how to, how to get involved and how also they to influence to the regional um, uh, cooperation and, and everything? Yeah, thank, thank you, Anelia. You know, some, sometimes when you, when you are working on the regional level and when you are not present in each of the Western Balkan six economies, um, it gets a bit more difficult to be somehow close to every young people of the region, but that is something that we, um, you know, we do not want to see as an obstacle and we are trying to be as, as open as possible. And that is why, I mean, I would like to invite everyone who is listening to this podcast to uh, really contact us uh, in, in the Western Balkan Youth Lab uh, in, in case uh, if you have, if you are interested only in our project or, or in case you are having any idea or proposal that we could uh, work on, especially when it comes to uh, European Year of Youth, which is uh, 2022, and how actually we, we can collaborate. So I'm using really every opportunity uh, to invite, especially young people, but also youth organizations 
to reach out to us as we are really standing uh, open uh, for any kind of, co of cooperation and we are always available, available for, for discussions. So uh, this is mostly because of the reason that we think that young people's inputs are very much needed and uh, how, you know, how to uh, know and how to learn about possible inputs that young people uh, have is actually uh, by communicating directly with young people. Uh, as we are a small team, of course, it is not feasible to have uh, hundreds of meetings per day, but nevertheless, I really cordially invite everyone to reach out to us and also, if not online, uh, when traveling through the region, we would be very happy to meet uh, our peers. Uh, for information, our team in the youth lab are all young people. We are all under 30 because, uh, again, of the reason, um, uh, all policies, projects, and activities that are being made for young people should be made also with or by young people. And therefore, I'm really happy to lead the team of, of, of young people who are very experienced and uh, somehow we are together working on making a better social economic environment for the youth uh, in the Western Balkan Six. And again, having the, uh, you know, uh, data that are showing us that that young people are always willing to 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 leverage up to learn uh, from their peers and mostly mostly I mean let's say most importantly that 93 percent of youth believe that public administrations should actually strengthen mechanisms for consulting and involving young people in decision making. Uh, I really believe that we, we we all together have to make sure that voices of young people are being heard. And we in RCC are always uh, ready and uh, available to hear, but also jointly discuss possible activities. When you, uh, when you stated that, uh, you stated a lot of data and a lot of uh, numbers, and I would like to ask you, because most probably you would know, um, do you think that the policymakers and, and the states within the Western Balkan um, ha had reacted promptly to the pandemic and tried to find some solutions for, for the youth and the crucial issues which are, were uh, aff uh, affected by the pandemic itself? And what are your recommendations for, for recovery policy? How we to recover after, after the pandemic? Okay, we are still in the pandemic, but how... Ever, we started slowly to move moving towards let's say a normality or in the past but what 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 is your uh, your uh, advice or your recommendation how we to recover for all of this and how to to keep with the with the generation not to to have another lost lost generation of youth Sure. I mean, uh, in regards to your first question, I believe that um, public administration's response to the COVID on, on the very beginning was was uh, prompt, uh, was and uh, they were very responsive when it comes to you know uh, pandemic-related situation overall. But in my opinion, uh, young people were not um, not even close to the center of the attention of the policymakers. And I really hope that in future, uh, first of all, of course, that we will not have challenges such as this one. But nevertheless, I hope that also young people will be high on the policymakers' agendas. Uh, you know, uh, young people are actually one-fifth of the entire population in the Western Balkan Six. 
21%, uh, I believe. So, uh, you know, it is not a small, uh, a small portion of the population. And therefore, uh, as the elderly ones had special attention, I believe that young people also deserve special attention, especially because of those accuses that you mentioned, I believe, on the very beginning, that young people are spreading the virus and so on. So why no one actually dealt with young people and how actually to bring the seriousness of the of the pandemic to young people. So you know somehow to have youth oriented actions and how to have young people responding uh, as as requested by the by the all measures and recommendations that were on the force. So I really hope uh, that in future when it comes to some challenges that are that are quite uh, similar to the entire population, young people will not be left behind, but rather will be uh, high high on the agendas and and uh, general high high in old policies. Uh, when it comes to your second uh, question, uh, you know, we in RCCL are, are working hard on, on the common regional markets. And common regional market is a story that lasts already for, for some years and actually stands uh, very, um, you know, it is somehow to integrate uh, our region more closely with the EU single market through many, many uh, different activities. So within the within the market, we are advocating for free movement of people, regional investment area, industrial and innovation area, free movement of goods and services, which, which actually during the pandemic showed how much we need free movement of services and goods, medicines, and so on. We need the borders who are actually open towards uh, citizens of the Western Balkan six. Uh, so I hope that, the, uh, I mean, uh, I, I, I would really be happy to see uh, that common regional market stands as the essence of the recovery for the Western Balkan Six. Beside those, besides that one, uh, regional initiatives such as Youth Lab and uh, all activities that um, even uh, you know are that are being implemented at the local or economy level are very much needed. And therefore, we need uh, greater donor support for the civil society organizations, think tanks, and so on. But also, uh, I, I, I am somehow optimistic when it comes to EU support to the region, especially through the economic investment plan that is actually also one of the instruments of the EU to support the Western Balkan region to recover for the COVID-19 pandemic. Within these, we are also witnessing the first steps of the Youth Guarantee Scheme to be uh, soon implemented in the in all Western Balkan six. Nowadays, we are only you guys in in North Macedonia are are having it. So those are some of the institutional, let's say, solutions for the for the COVID nineteen pandemic. Uh, besides uh, all of these from the, let's say, side of public administrations, uh, RCC and and uh, EU. Uh, I see as a very good sign that uh, 2022 will be European Year of Youth, but also in the same time then, that Tirana will be European um, uh, Youth Capital. So somehow I, I hope that all actors who are dealing with young people will recognize the importance of these two initiatives and uh, we should really work hard on connecting those two so as to make sure that recovery of the region when it comes to young people especially comes uh, maybe even sooner than, than we expect.
nice very very nice and, and positive words and i i truly like when someone someone gives example to the young people it's not everything so hopeless and so dark that there are solutions and there are people and initiative who are working for for the youth and for the improvement of the quality of life of uh, of the young people uh, in all in all aspects and now is a semi-final question, because of course the final question will be related with the new years and greetings and everything. But now uh, just this year we worked a lot on, and also 2020, this is how the project was inspired by, because of the pandemic, we started a lot to work on dig digitalization and using the digital um, sphere for, for advocating and for regional cooperation and everything. So do you think it's possible um, to, to use all the digital tools in a proper way? Or what are the tools to promote regional cooperation and, and reconciliation uh, through, uh, through the digital um, tools and all provided by the digital sphere? Because we know that the, this new generation, it's all the time with the phone of the, in their hands. And we should find a way how to guide them through a process when they can do stuff for um, their social activism uh, while being uh, hanged up online on Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, or whatsoever. Oh, thank you, Anelia. I, I mean, uh, I think that even on the very beginning, uh, I said that uh, as pandemic hit, it was a big challenge, but through pandemic, we, we all learned uh, a lot of new things on, and how to overcome all the obstacles. And in that regard, I believe the digital tools are very are essential for keeping on and, and to make young people involved also in difficult times. Uh, such such as pandemic. Therefore, uh, I I think that so we need stronger uh, advocacy and uh, stronger um, campaigns when it comes to digital tools among young people, especially because those are not the tools where you know that you are using uh, for your. Uh, free time or such as social media and so on, but rather digital tools that are really useful for learning or for uh, working and so on. So I hope the proper edu education, non-formal one about digital tools uh, uh, for young people is very much needed. Uh, on some more policy levels, I hope that digital strategies of the Western Balkan economies will also incorporate these digital tools to be used by young people also in formal education system as well as on their work on on, on their work uh, place so i'm totally uh, in favor of digital tools and making them more easy uh, easier to use for young people thank you thank you man for this um, conversation digital one um, and for providing a lot of insights to to the youth and I'm truly sure that everyone who is interested can reach out to you and bump you with a lot of questions regarding the, the regional cooperation involvement and everything. I'm quite sure that uh, you're very open to it. Uh, so as a final question, what is your wish for the youth in the region for 2020 uh, to uh, 2022? Uh, I wish uh, first of all, of course, uh, a lot of health and uh, positive energy uh, to all of us, uh, to all young people in the region. And uh, I would really like to see um, 
that 2022 will be a year which is European year of youth, but not including Western Balkan six. But I, I, I wish to every young, young person in the region to feel the benefits of this European year of youth. And I hope that 2022 will bring us more opportunities for young people to travel, to meet, to learn new things, to advance uh, at, at specific skills uh, which they, they would like to work further. And that 2022 will definitely be the year of youth, not only in Europe, but also in the Western Balkan Six. And thank you, Anelia, for, for inviting me. I really enjoyed the conversation. It is always a pleasure to, to work with you guys from Youth Alliance Khrushchev. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Ognan, a lot. And I'm wishing to everyone who's listening, happy new year and a happy region. Bye.